Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. John Brakey with us. Tim White will get your phone calls as well this hour. John, do you think that the American public feels as if they're getting a fair shake when they go in to vote and that their vote counts? You know, I uh, have to say that because of 2016, because of all the media, you know, we seem to believe that 2016 was the year that the American public realized that their vote was in danger. It's constantly in the news, okay? Yeah. And, uh, and because of that, uh, people are far more aware and concerned. And by the way, you know, uh, a lot of people I know don't vote. And, and, you know, the largest political body of people are people who don't vote at all. In the 2016 election, there was 107 million people who were registered or not registered who did not vote. And I believe that a lot of people will come back into the fold as soon as they know that elections really matter and that they are counted and they're verified. Well, that's true. Now, i got to tell you, I do not vote for the presidency, and let me tell you why. When I was a younger kid, I had heard that Walter Cronkite never voted to remain impartial, and I always told myself, gosh, when you get into radio and television, you can do the same thing. And I have always felt, John and Tim, that for me to remain totally impartial, no favoritism, I don't want to be able to say I supported uh, President Trump or I supported Hillary Clinton. I can go right down the middle and say, I didn't vote for any of them. I'm calling every issue I see, good or bad, the way I see it. And I've always done it that way, John. Well, that's commendable. It really is. And, uh, you know, I'm in a unique situation. Yeah. Well, George, you're a journalist. Yes. And that's really important in journalism. But we do have a problem with you transfer that same concept to, say, secretaries of states and uh, election administrators, where they're trying to put forth that they are neutral, honest, scrupulous, uh, high integrity, unbiased. How can they if one's a Republican or a Democrat? The fact of the matter is there is no one on this planet who doesn't have an interest in who runs the United States. There is no trustworthy, neutral source to count our ballots without us looking over their shoulder and watching everything they're doing because they have an interest, and that's okay. But we need to especially watch out for the officials who claim that they don't have a bias. We know that people have biases. What you do is you control for bias. You can't eliminate it. You control for it, and the answer is transparency. And to answer your question that you asked me before the break of what is my level of confidence in this coming election, it really depends on the transparency. Once we have, and they're moving fast in this direction, once you have voter-marked paper ballots, that election is verifiable. But it isn't 
actually verified unless they release these documents so that we can see how they're being counted. And that's why what Bev Harris uh, uh, christened it, the, uh, the breaking method. That is the focus of the work that we at AuditElectionsUSA.org, uh, that is what we are trying to do. And it has three parts. First, you save those ballot images, those mm-hmm. pictures of the ballots. You don't destroy them. Second, because they are anonymous and actually the votes are captured off of the image of the ballot, not off the paper ballot. So they're not just a backup. You have the paper ballot, then you have the image, and then you have the winner. They sit right in the middle of that chain of custody. Those ballots should be posted online. Anyone in the world can go through those ballots. Maybe you just maybe you have your auntie who's running for the local port commission, and you're only interested in a few uh, uh, a few precincts. You can go online and look at those certified copies of the ballot, and you can do the tally yourself and check. In fact, we could have thousands of citizens across the country doing uh, it's 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 really uh, crowd counting. Crowd auditing, if you can imagine that. You could do two precincts, 50 precincts. There's uh, open source software that allows you to count those images just the same as the companies. Well, then I think that's critical, Tim, that these images need to be counted by somebody if they're going to save them. So far as I'm concerned, if if we have that kind of transparency, I don't care who counts. I don't care. Putin can count the American election. (laughs) Kim Jong-un. If we have transparency, he's not going to be able to get away with cheating. The answer isn't to have honest people. The the answer is to have verification. Right. And the best way to do that with these ballot images, post them online, let anyone count, and compare their count with the official count. And if there's a problem, let's do it over, look more closely, recount those, find out where the problem is. John, what what were you saying about that? Well, he's right on. I mean, this is the trick, is to take away their impunity, is to do that. And by the way, you know, the breaky method is nothing that us breakies invented or anything like that. It's really a pun. The breaky method puts the brakes on election fraud. We could take the black box, turn it into a transparent box. And that is the ultimate goal. Now, of course, there's other problems that we have to worry about. Uh, you know, you, we, we're afraid of ballot harvesting, ballot stuffing. Uh, the vendors have too much power. And, you know, I mean, let's just look at the vendors for uh, a minute, okay? You know, there's four or five big ones, really just one big one, which is 60%. Dominion now owns Sequoia and the old D-Bolt line. And, and who uh, owns that company? Uh, they are owned by corporations, but, you know, well, put it this way. U.S.-based or foreign? Uh, well, the Dominion is out of Canada, believe it or not. All right. Well, I, I trust the Canadians. Yeah, well, good. I don't know okay. about the company, but I trust so, the Canadians. I, I want to verify for all, but I can tell you this. All of these voting companies have STDs. Because, and what I mean by that is, is that it's a kind of a little joke, but it's software transmitted disease. I bet you thought it was the other one. <laughs> I, I did. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how a computer could come down with that, right? Well, very easily, because they've all been in bed with each other in partnerships and different things like that, and they share software code. Interesting. And uh, Fraction Magic, uh, which you know about from Bev, uh, you know, that's in all of them. Okay, we can see that. 
and that the relationship between, you know, let's put it this way, before Dominion got Debol, it went to ES&S, okay? The owners of ES&S and Sequoia were brothers at one point in time 15 years ago, okay? I mean, it's really uh, a situation that we are voting on stuff that's secret software, and if we do not come up with a situation, and what really alarms me and where I'm out here working it really hard with others in the team and Tim, is that we know that if we don't do something now, okay, in this cycle, in the next cycle, then we have to worry about the third big problem, which is gerrymandering. And that will happen with the next census, and that's when you have, candid, uh, when you have politicians picking their voters because they draw bizarre lines. And, uh, and we're not going to get this ship turned around until we have a voting system that we can believe in. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.